The LifeSpring family of podcasts is brought to you in part by AMD Live. AMD Live brings digital entertainment to life. LifeSpring number 139. More, more, more. Hey. Well, how you doing? Hey, you know what? We're hitting you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news. And this is LiveSpring, and I'm Steve Webb, your host. Welcome. You know what? We're going to get started right away with somebody that I haven't played in quite a long time. And I think it's time we do it. So let's get to it. I only prayed because I always do. Doesn't hurt just to ask when you've given up on everything. And I spoke the words I'd never prayed before. But I knew they were hid somewhere deep inside your word. And then I
All right, that's Adrena Thorpe. And I talked to Adrena Thorpe, did a, uh, an interview with her. It was on my episode number 62 on December 6, 2005. So if you like what you heard there and that's a new artist to you, you might want to go take a listen to the interview. So uh, check that back in the archives. That's Otis Redding with Satisfaction, and of course, I can't play the whole thing. Oh, well. So what's that got to do with the topic today? Well, take a listen. In the publication Our Daily Bread, Philip Parham tells the story of a rich industrialist who was disturbed to find a fisherman sitting lazily beside his boat. Why aren't you out there fishing? he asked. Well, because I've caught enough fish for today, said the fisherman. Why don't you catch more fish than you need? the rich man asked. Well, what would I do with them? Well, you could earn more money, came the impatient reply, and buy a better boat so you could go deeper and catch more fish. You could purchase nylon nets, catch even more fish, and make more money. Soon you'd have a fleet of boats and be rich like me. The fisherman asked, Then what would I do? Well, then you could sit down and enjoy life, said the industrialist. Well, what do you think I'm doing now? The fisherman replied. Hmm. Well, what do you think of that story? You know, we live in a world, especially here in America, where growth and achievement and drive are lauded, and contentment with the status quo is, well, it's looked down upon, isn't it? Businesses are expected to continually be growing. The phrase, if you aren't going forward, that means growing, then you're falling behind. Is That's a constant refrain that you hear in business seminars, and it's often the little voice in the entrepreneur's head as he constantly looks for new ways to grow his business. I've told you before on the show that the lovely Lady Leanne and I have our own business. We're coming up soon on our 20th year in business. And I have to say that I've pretty much avoided the grow, grow, grow mindset for the business. Having come from a corporate environment that was constantly pushing to expand, and having grown tired of that, and having seen some of my friends pay dearly in their personal lives when their businesses prospered, I determined early on, that I would be content with keeping our business to the size that Leanne and I could manage comfortably. We don't have employees, and we don't want any. We take weekends off, and God has allowed us to live fairly comfortably. As Paul said in the New Testament book of Philippians, Actually, I don't have a sense of needing anything personally. I've learned how to be quite content, whatever my circumstances. I'm just as happy with little as with much, and with much as with little. I found the recipe for being happy, whether full or hungry, hands full or hands empty. Whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. Well, that was Paul. But. 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 I must admit that there is another area of my life where I have always wanted to see growth more, more, more. What are the numbers today? This week, this month, this year. How are they compared to yesterday, last week, last month, last year? You know what I'm talking about? You can probably guess. Sure, it's this podcast, the audience. Now, please, don't get me wrong. My motivation is that more people hear the message of hope, love, and good news. It always has been. Of course, I'm human and I love knowing that you're there and that you download the show and listen at least partly because you like me. I like to be liked, and so do you. And it is cool to know that more of you are listening than just my family. I've made friends with many of you through email and Twitter and MySpace and on and on. I love that. I really do. 
But you are not the reason that I do the shows. I do them because God called me to do them. As surely as a preacher is called to the pulpit, I was called to this microphone. Am I the best podcaster with the greatest delivery and the most compelling content? No, I I don't believe that. Heavens, no. But I do try to remain true to God's call. Now, here's where I sort of messed up, if you ask me. I was watching the numbers, and I sort of got caught up in them. Not that I was thinking how great I am, but thinking that bigger numbers were necessarily good and that they were a sign of success. I mean, after all, the more listeners, the more who might just get something from Jesus, right? Well, today I'm wondering if that's true. I'm in a bit of a quandary, and I don't really know quite what to think. What happened today? Well, I dug a little bit into my download statistics over at Podshow, and what I saw really made me sit down and think. I'm still thinking, out loud, with you. And here's what I saw. Pretty much from the very first month I began doing the LifeSpring show, way back in November of 2004, until just the middle of this last month, every month saw a growth in the number of downloads. There have been a couple of months that dipped a little bit, but overall the trend has always been up. But in the middle of May, there is a precipitous drop. I mean, drastic. And that is true not just for this show, but for the Bible show, the music show, hymn stories, all of them. Well, what happened in the middle of the last month? Think about it. Yeah, it was the pod show campaign. They tacked on those terrible ads at the beginning of the LifeSpring shows, and it looks like lots of people hated them bad enough that they decided to just stop listening. They just stopped downloading them. They unsubscribed. Now, very few people wrote to me. They just left. Now, I knew there was a problem, and that's why I produced the ads that you now hear at the beginning of the LifeSpring shows. But I didn't know how bad it was. So now what? I, I have to be honest. I'm, I'm feeling pretty bad about the fact that so many people have left. And I hope they come back. You know, it, it hurts on several levels. One of which is that it hurts my ego. Sure, that's, that's stupid, but it's human. And I'm being honest with you, and I'm being transparent, and you're my family, you're my friends. Especially if you're still listening. Now, on a more spiritual level, it hurts that fewer people are hearing the good news that God lays on my heart to talk about every week. But wait, is that true? Are there fewer people that hear the good news? After all, whose show is this? Is this show about Steve Webb? I hope not. I hope that this show is primarily about Jesus. I hope that if people have turned away from the LifeSpring show, they've gone to hear about him somewhere else. Maybe the people who've left are the ones who are the traditionalists who only want their quote-unquote religion packaged in a specific way, and they only want it clean and neat and tidy. Maybe the pod show ads were just too worldly, and that just doesn't belong in a quote-unquote Christian show. Maybe if Steve is allowing that stuff on his show, he's in a neighborhood we don't want to be seen in. And as an aside, I didn't allow them to put them on the shows. They just showed up one day with no warning. So anyway, back to the neighborhood thing. Maybe that's why they left. Maybe there are other reasons. Probably so. But who is it that's supposed to be in charge of the show? And what would he say about that attitude? As I've said, as far as I'm concerned, this show is not the Steve Webb show. The show is God's show. Jesus is the subject of the show. 
as much as I can, I give him control of the show. And so what is his attitude toward the neighborhood? Well, in the New Testament book of Matthew, in the ninth chapter, we find that Jesus was having dinner at the home of one of the lowest of the low, a tax collector. His name was Matthew. Now, you have to understand that tax collectors really were despised because they were Jews and they were collecting money from Jews for the Romans who were ruling the area, with a pretty heavy hand, by the way. And the tax collector could collect whatever they wanted over and above what Rome required. Anything above Rome's requirement went directly into the pockets of the tax collector. So the Jews hated them because they were seen as stealing for Rome and they were becoming rich from their own brethren. So let's see what the Bible says about this particular time when Jesus was having dinner with one of these lowlifes. It says, When Jesus was eating supper at Matthew's house with his close followers, the disciples, a lot of disreputable characters came and joined them. And when the Pharisees, that is, the religious folk who thought that the only proper way to be religious was their way, when the Pharisees saw him keeping this kind of company, they had a fit and lit into Jesus' followers. They said, What kind of example is this from your teacher, acting cozy with crooks and riffraff? Jesus, overhearing, shot back, Who needs a doctor, the healthy or the sick? Go figure out what this scripture means. I'm after mercy, not religion. I'm here to invite outsiders, not coddle insiders. So what does this mean for the Lifespring shows? Well, if it was Pharisees that left, I guess I'm okay with that. I guess, I well, I would prefer that they would stay so that they might learn a little about God's love. But not many of the Pharisees learned much from Jesus either, did they? I hope that no one left because they thought that I'd sold out or something, that I had compromised my principles, because I haven't. Those of you that are listening to this probably know me well enough to understand that I don't compromise there. You remember the GoDaddy thing? Remember that I kicked them off the show? I don't compromise when it comes to that. So anyway, back to the numbers. I'm going to let God worry about that as much as possible. This is His show. Unless otherwise led, I'm going to continue to do the things just like I have been doing them. I've communicated to Pod Show that I've been very concerned about the ads and I'm trying to see if there's more that I can do on that front as well. I'll keep you updated. I would like to thank you for continuing to hang in there with me. Thank you for not jumping ship. If you're a believer, thank you for getting it. Thank you for understanding what the show is about. Now, if you're not a believer, please know that you truly are the person I have in mind when I put each episode of Lifespring together. I really do want you to understand that God loves you right now, just as you are, and that Jesus really does want to have you know Him. He can make a difference in your life today. There is a chance you can rescue all the people Bring them safely home to their families One by one Would you feed the children who have nothing but their nightmares to eat Cook them up a powerful concoction That would last all time 
Would you just, would you just, would you just show your face a little? Would you just, would you just, would you just teach me how to love a little bit, a little bit, a little, just a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit, a little, just a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit. Just a little bit more Yeah, yeah, yeah If there is a rainbow, can I fly there? Can I see what it's about? See all my brothers laugh at me But I know better, I ain't stopping Political machines, they try to warp my life Media just lies Someday soon I see all suffering will cease If you just Would you just Would you just Would you just show your face a little Would you just Would you just Would you just teach me how to love A little bit A little bit A little just a little bit different take on the more, more, more thing, huh? And you know, more is not always better. Listen to this. This was sent to me by a friend of mine. I've seen it before, but uh, it fits pretty good, I think, for today's topic. On the first day, God created the dog and said, sit all day by the door of your house and bark at anyone who comes in or walks by. For this... I will give you a lifespan of 20 years. The dog said, That's a long time to be barking. How about only 10 years and I'll give you back the other 10? So, God agreed. On the second day, God created the monkey and said, Entertain people, do tricks and make them laugh. For this, I'll give you a 20-year lifespan. The monkey said, Monkey tricks for 20 years? That's a pretty long time to perform. How about I give you back 10 like the dog did? And God agreed. On the third day, God created the cow and said, You must go into the field with the farmer all day long and suffer under the sun, have calves and give milk to support the farmer's family. 
For this, I will give you a lifespan of 60 years. The cow said, That's a kind of a rough life you want me to live for 60 years. How about 20 and I'll give you back the other 40? And God agreed again. On the fourth day, God created man and said, Eat, sleep, play, marry, and enjoy your life. For this, I'll give you 20 years. But man said, Only 20 years? Could you possibly give me my 20? The 40 the cow gave back, and the 10 the monkey gave back, and the 10 the dog gave back? That makes 80, okay? Okay, said God. You asked for it. So that is why for the first 20 years we eat, sleep, play, and enjoy ourselves. For the next 40 years we slave in the sun to support our family. For the next 10 years we do monkey tricks to entertain the grandchildren. And for the last 10 years we sit on the front porch and bark at everyone. So more is not always better. I have to say one thing I'm not at all disappointed in is the sponsorship with AMD. You know, those are good guys over there. They really are. Um, LifeSpring was the very first podcast that they sponsored, and uh, I really want to thank them for that. They've got a great product over there. They've got a lot of free software that if you haven't tried out, I really wish you would do that, especially if you have kids. There is a... uh, a software package over there called Kid Rocket that can really help to keep your kids safe when they're on the internet. Uh, you should always be with your kid, of course, when he's on, he or she is on the internet, but Kid Rocket is going to keep them in a very safe environment. And so I really wish you would check that out if you are a parent. But they've got a lot of good stuff over there. So check it out at lifespringpodcast.com, show notes pages. Uh, just check out on the uh, right hand uh, sidebar, you'll see a, a banner there. Just click on that, that'll take you over to AMD. According to the contract, This is supposed to be the last week that you hear AMD sponsorship on the show. But because of what's happened with the numbers, now I know that Podshow doesn't talk to AMD about numbers. They talk about the relationship that you and I have. And, uh, you know, those of you that are still here, I think we've got a good relationship. But uh, I'm going to keep the AMD uh, sponsorship going on the show, whether or not they pay over the next uh, month or so, just because I feel bad that so many people left because of, um, well, whatever, for, for whatever reason. So would you please help me out and support them and uh, let them know that it was worthwhile sponsoring the LifeSpring family of podcasts? As I told you before, I have been a believer in AMD for a long time, and it just thrills me to death that they took a chance on the LifeSpring shows. And so it's going to be kind of a short show today. Sorry about that. Uh, kind of a different kind of a show today. Next week, as far as I know, we'll be back to a normal life spring. Um, I just had to get that off my chest. Something's on my mind, and uh, you know that's, that's what I do, is I share with, with you things that are on my mind. Something else that's on my mind is, last week I talked about the Matthew Ebel. Um, was it last week on this show, or maybe it's a music show? I did, Yeah, I guess it's a music show. I talked about, uh, I, I played Matthew Ebel. And uh, he did a great rendition of Amazing Grace. And I said that you could uh, pick that CD up at virtualhotwings.com, which is true. And Matthew Ebel is a great musician. But according to a friend of mine, Jeremy, during the concert that that was recorded at, Matthew lets loose with uh, the F-bomb a few times, I guess. And so I would just want you to be aware of that. Um, don't run out there and think that um, Steve said it's all okay because, uh, well, I didn't know about the F-bomb and you should be aware of it. So, Jeremy, thank you for the heads up. Hey, please write to me this week. I really would love to hear from you. I need to hear from you. 
at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or listener comment line is 206-350-CALL. You know, just, just give me a word. Um, tell me what you're thinking. I'd really appreciate it. Um, okay? As a family member and as a friend, I'd appreciate it. You know, Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It doesn't matter where you're at, and it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus asks you this, who do you say that I am? Life Springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. Thank you for being with me today. Please check out the other shows in the LifeSpring Family podcasts, would you? We've got the hymn stories. We've got the LifeSpring Family Bible. We've got the LifeSpring um, uh, Weekend Music Show. Uh, the boys each have their shows. Uh, Timothy's show is um, Weekly Dose. Stephen's show is LifeSpring on the Edge. Leanne's show is The Wedding Show. And yes, I'm going to get another episode of that out real soon. And on and on and on. Check it out at LifeSpringPodcast.com. My name is Steve Webb. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. 